Hello, TMBM Nation. That's right. Three men. Damn, I almost fucked it. All right. Man, <laughs> we should right, get started. No, man. Yeah. Why? This Maybe. is genuine. I'm Keep already starting, going, bro. I'm already start, starting F-bombs. and I almost said two <laughs> men in the baby mic because somebody said something the other day and thrown us was throwing us off the bus. But uh, three men in the baby mic. Sorry <laughs> for right. my um, rude. Terrible, terrible intro. <laughs> yes. Good golly. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead. You hear him chuckling in the background, already laughing and pointing at me and and and, and calling me out. But let's let's lead off. Who we got over here? Man, I'm, this is Bogsy. I think I'm the one that's getting kicked off the fucking bus over here. I was just kicking me off the bus already. I can feel it. I feel those eyes on me. Feel those eyes on me. Uh. <laughs> He's shaking his head. No. Okay. So what's up, guys? Steve? Oh wait. Oh shit. I introduced you. My bad. Well, that's all right. I mean, yeah, I you're mean, fine. You can pass it on. We're, we're, oh. just, we're just free flowing over here. Drinks and our words, right? So, oh, hell yeah. Hello. Hello, fans. Um, this is your main <laughs> man, Steve-O, a.k.a. Jake, and I'm repping. What's up? What's yeah. up? Yeah. Like I said, hello. It's LJ. Like I said, again, man, I just bombed that beginning. But hey, there's all, nothing but up from here right that's right nothing but up from here we're all getting up yeah i don't think this is why we're we're uh to the point we're at already but bogsy what are you drinking tonight oh yeah so thank you for asking so i have been drinking quite a lot of different cocktails tonight but today i'm hitting the the main gold beer that i love the most modelo gotta do me some modelos i love these they're great how about jacob what do you got Man, I, I wonder if those few fans we have know how predictable I am. But I got the uh, rum and Dr. Pepper now. Uh, uh, I, was run, I was running low on my Baja Blast. And I want to save some for tomorrow for a little get-together I'm having. So uh, rum and Dr. Pepper, my good sir, with a splash of lime. I think I did see somebody post something about a Baja Margarita or something like Baja Blast Margarita. I was like, Ooh, whoa, that yes, kind of sounds Ooh, Baja good. Blast. <laughs> well, they have those at-home margarita makers where you can pour pretty much any liquid in there and like ices it, right? So, Oh, yeah. yeah. LJ, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm just back to the Redneck Riviera. I had a splash left in there, so I, I filled the cup. Somehow it looks like a splash in a bottle, but then you pour it in there, it fills the whole damn thing up. So man. your filter blurs everything <laughs> out, by the way. Everything. So that, there's nothing back here at the moment. <laughs> not even not even titties. So back so back to the splash. When you wake up, wake up tomorrow, hammer, you can say, Look, I only put a splash in my cup. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now how big that splash is, now that's debatable, right? It's a Baja splash. Baja <laughs> splash. But hey, you know, part of the intro, we all like to do like a, uh, what is it called again, Jacob? Damn it. Oh, man. Fun fact of the day. Yeah, fun, fun fact of the fun day. Fun fact. And I, I, I remember. You, I want you to razzle dazzle me with this fun fact, dude. What oh, you got man. for us? I don't know if I'll razzle dazzle mm. you. I remember you doing a, it was a saying that you did a couple podcasts ago. It was a. Uh, yes. What, what uh, was it again? Riding shotgun. The, riding the term shotgun. riding shotgun, where it came from. So this is an. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking we uh, we might do these terms off of driving a lot because all of us do like road tripping and, of course, if you haven't heard that podcast, please go back. But anyways, mine is the term highway robbery. Oh, 
Okay, I'm like, interested in this because the, highways it, weren't a thing until like the 50s, right? After Eisenhower, so yeah. So I'm curious. I'm curious. That, yeah, that's to learn a good. That's, I guess that'd be a good. But you know, we all use highway robbery. Is like how you feel like when you get off the ro- the highway and the stuff is is jacked up on price. Exactly, and it's actually <sighs> originated in England during the 17th and 18th centuries. Really? Yeah. Wow. So wow. It, refer, it refers to the act of robbing travelers on public roads or highways. That's where it originally began. Like I said, now it's about excessively high amounts and and uh, stuff that you buy right off the highway. But you know, it all originated from the 17th and 18th century by really? getting robbed. They just robbed and, people. Come oh, out! They had highways in the 17th, 18th century. That's that's a good question. That's what I'm right? thinking. Like, well, yes, it says travelers on public roads or highways, but their probably definition of a highway. In the 17th yeah. and 18th century, was, was, a, was enough room for two horse carts instead of one. For yeah. two horses, yeah, it yeah. probably was just two, a cobblestone road back then. Exactly. But, yeah, ah. when it first said that, I was pretty amazed. I was like, really? I would not have guessed that that was that that was that far back. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Well, there wow. you go. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Fun facts, man. You know, it's just something people will go to work tomorrow talking about this. Well, well, the, tomorrow Sunday or maybe Tuesday if you listen to this on Monday. But or you're a trucker, you got to work tomorrow. I can't even remember why it popped in my mind, but I was like, you know what? That's a saying. It's like, where did the heck did that come from? I, like I, love, I love the initiative. I appreciate it, brother. I yeah, do. I do. That's, Good job. Um, well, I got to I got to come up with my bank that I'm saving for down the road. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's. I think that was actually my first my first one, something like that. Anyways, no, you had one before during. It was the scuba diving one. All the submarines. Oh yeah, the submarines. Yeah, yeah. Just, yes, I joked around. Talk about, about submarine being a penis and shit. Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. How much was I drinking? No, you don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's what I let off with. Yeah, that's what he modeled it off his penis. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty big penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of semen in it. That's the next word. Mm-hmm. What what defines <laughs> as too vulgar, or or what defines vulgar? So I didn't Apple. actually read um, the fine print, like nobody does. But like it just said, no vulgar language, and there was a bunch of fine print below it. I think if you get too graphic with like sexual windows and stuff like that, that's when it might be vulgar. Um, I checked the box for explicit content, which is like cuss words. So I think we're good there. I mean, well, yes, that's the best answer I can give you. I don't know. Um, yes, just, uh, that's what it is. Yes, yes. All right, so, all right. So if you were to say like one of the original submarines actually ended up in like an inside a dead well, would that be kind of vulgar? That's not vulgar. I think vulgar is more. I think I hate to say it, but it relates to sex. I mean, I. <laughs> Well, I, don't I mean know why, that is because everybody does it, right? About you know, that's what I'm saying. Everybody does it, so I mean, oh, it ended up in a dead wheel. Yeah, I'm starting not, to feel kind of weird because I've even thought about dogs. Uh, uh, Remember some what? of our conversations bringing up dogs Whoa. about? But, oh what, no, no, what, no, 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 no! I know where you're this, going. Yes, the si- <laughs> no, no. Oh, how, yeah. how you characterize a dog size? How how the dog? Oh gosh, it was a good. Well, guys, it was great knowing y'all. I uh, yeah, this podcast is over now. Uh, (laughs) We'll leave that for the people's imagination out there. But maybe we should go ahead and transition off the open. (laughs) We'll have to walk them through it, but I think they're going to be a little disturbed after the fear. (laughs) Maybe just maybe. I think they'll definitely be intrigued. I mean, who did? Well, maybe it's just me. Anyhow, (laughs) 
our our main top tonight is is Mr. Steve-O. Steve-O. Jake the Snake. Oh. Yeah. What do you got for us, brother? So I got a good one. So I just want to remind our few followers that we have that um, we changed up this week. Well, last week we talked about changing up, but this is officially this week. So um, if the the main topic person, so what we do is we rotate every week. Every time we do an episode, one person does the opener, the then one person does the, the the main topic, then one person does the closer. The next week, the closer does the main opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get the point, right? So we, we are we are big fans. Well, two of us here are big fans of um. Smartless, smartless. Oh, smartless! Oh, there you go. So they always have special guest speakers that they yes are unannounced. So me, so we kind of thought of the idea of instead of doing that, maybe we just have a special. Um, well, no, just have a, a topic that no one else knows about to make it a surprise, make it authentic, right? So we're trying out this week. So I had the first topic. It's a good one. I think it's one that we will be able to strike a lot of good conversation. It's something that a lot of our listeners will lose. Now, I will say it's a two-part topic, all right? So the first part is I want to talk about positivity and how to keep it in today's society with um, um just everything going on, dude, wife, kids, or husband, kids, or whatever it is, work. It's so easy to be in a dark place, being just be upset, be mad, be, you know, and it's it's hard to stay positive. Now, I'm not trying to brag, but for someone like me and, and you and you, I'm pointing to you guys on the screen, it comes a little bit easier, right? But so I want to talk about positivity and why it's a good thing to have it and how we can maybe help some of our listeners find it in a dark place or in a rough time, right? Um, that's the first topic. It's a two part. I'm not going to give you the second part yet, though. So let's start with that. So um, I'm going to start with LJ, or not, let me start with Bozzy. So you work in customer service more than anybody else. So um, now you don't have to speak on positivity and customer service, but let's just talk about positivity in your life, man. How do you do it? What, what do you struggle with? Lay it on me, brother. Well, you've laid it on me tonight because, yes, I struggle every day. We're all human, right? We, one thing I have learned through all my coaching is that us as humans, from a baby, we are pushed into the negative world way more than we are in the positive world. Case in point, when you're growing up and you're a kid, what did your parents always say? Don't touch that oven because it'll hurt you. Don't cross the street. Don't do this. Don't do this. No, no, don't do this. Right. So instinctively, us as humans are programmed with a negative mindset from the very beginning, and we don't even know it. And I found that out to be, I found that to be interesting. I know uh, Tony Robbins, we all know Tony Robbins, right? Mm-hmm. He was the one that came up with a study and it made a lot of sense. So I truly believe, and in, in it's, it's how I live my own life now, is that your mind is such a powerful tool that if you let it go negative, there's a saying that we have. It's called what you focus on expands, right? So if you focus on a negative thing in your life or anything that you're upset about, it will expand to fill the space and make you even more upset by it. But if you also look at it from the other side and you focus on positivity, that also expands and it's, it's contagious, right? Like if you smile at somebody, a stranger walking down the street, you don't know what's going on in their day. You have no idea what the fuck they're dealing with. Right. But in the day, 
you give them a smile and you just make them feel special that day, that might build their confidence up. Excuse me. That might fill their emotional bank account up and they're going to pass it down the road versus somebody that gives somebody a look like go to hell, you know, get the hell out of my way, you know, or, Hey, you pulled in my parking space, asshole. So I struggle with you guys. I'm human. I'm the first one to admit. Sometimes I come at things the wrong way because I have that negative mindset up front, but I'm always reminded that you have two thoughts. Okay. Everybody's told me this. You have two thoughts. You can't control the first thought, but you can always control the second thought. Oh. If you think of it that way, you're going to have a reaction or a response. So your reaction is your first thought. Like, you know what? You came at me. Fuck you. I don't need to hear this shit. And that's the negative response. But then, or that negative reaction. But then you can have a response as you think it through. You come with curiosity, not judgment. And you start to look at it through a filter of, you know what? How can I better improve this person's life? And guys, this there ain't no manual. Well, I'll take it back. I believe 100% in the Bible. That's a manual. That's a amen, manual for living life. Brother. Amen. Right? If you look, if you read uh, Proverbs, King Solomon, the best, the most wisest man ever lived, he's written some really amazing things. But when I say there's not a manual on how to deal with relationships, there's never a manual. We're all trying to figure all this stuff out. So that's my thoughts to it, Steve. So before I let LJ go, so let me ask you this. Um, so I think those are all very good, 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 good uh, topics. Very good. Um, I, I like the approach of approaching it, like approaching with the positivity, especially in today's world with so much suicide and stuff. Like, hey, pass a smile on, pass a wave. Hey, how you doing? You never know what type of ripple effect that will have. But I'm, I'm, I'm oh I'm, yeah, that right there. So let me ask you that: You're having a bad day, right? You know, um, you're having, you know, it just feels like it, it keeps on stomping on you. You, you go to a bad sales call and then you, you go home. The kids are having a rough day and the wife's kind of laying on you a little bit. And that's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, it's just one of those days, right? Yeah. What do you What do you do to reach? Okay, you know what? Instead of me getting on everybody else's level, let me pick my boots up by the strap and let me let me, let me me be a little bit positive here and press that positivity. How do you find that place and what do you do? I guess best way I can ask that question. Are you, you're asking me about it? I'm, I'm asking you before I get to LJ. So where do you, when, when you, when it's been a rough day, how do you still find the positivity? I, I'm fucking crack a beer. And, and no, I mean, hey, that, that 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 is a good answer, by the way. Well, well, <laughs> you, you know, you know, but you know, I was gonna say, I know everything works like, for most. It works, for it most. right? But some people might be um, not alcoholics or alcoholics, and they want to, um, you know, find different ways. But ultimately, what what is your what is your solution, though? So. Mm-hmm my flaws are when my wife comes at me with problems, most of the time I'm ready to shoot them right back. Like, you know what? Why don't you handle it? Why are you bringing that to me? That's your deal. Right. And I've had to learn a lot of really big lessons in my life and in my marriage. Cause we're at 19 years that I can't mm-hmm. go about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't go about that mindset. So what I, have to tell myself is that, you know, at the end of the day, guys, we're all here for a reason. And I have a, I have a belief that you have to be a, 
and we actually talked about today, guys. So, so the audience, the, the one listener is going to hear this. I asked, would you be a hundred percent honest with people? And you're right. There's not all the time that a hundred percent honesty is the right way to go. And it, and that was hard for me to see. I, I think Steve, you were the one talking about. I was going to say, I was the one that said that. I mean, I yeah, you know were saying it. Honesty yeah. is honesty is the best policy nine out of ten times. But there is that one situation where sometimes you just, yeah, sometimes. And I know that ultimately you're just setting. I, well, that's a, yeah, well, yeah. Ultimately, sometimes when you, even when you do that one time, you're setting them back a little bit. But it's still the best situ, best solution for that situation. But go ahead, sorry. For example, if you're Lizzo's attorney, you're gonna say <laughs> yes. Uh, that is a very <laughs> you good know what I'm saying? There you go. Uh, no, uh, you or, didn't body or, shame them. And, or Ellen DeGeneres, you know. Oh gosh, anyway, I saw that shit. Anyway, so I'm still learning, guys. I I I have flaws all the time because things come in into my head like you know what maybe they need to hear this and then i realize you know what i said something they weren't ready for and instead of them being ready to understand what i said and say you know what i don't think he came to me with that in a negative aspect he's trying to help me mm-hmm. because i have coaches right i have a coach i have a coach to chewed my ass out if i don't do my stuff does he come at me and then i go well, fuck you, coach. You, you're a piece of shit. Like, what did you do? Are you perfect? Right? I'm not going to get anywhere, and there's not going to be any growth there. Right. So I've learned that. But what I've also learned is most people don't want the growth. They want to stay where they're at. And so I have to realize that I'm just going to have to be with people that want to grow up and not stay where they're at and be upset and right. be internalized. And and I argue with my wife, my own wife, all the time. Like. I saw something she did today and I called her out on it. And she was like, well, you know, you're always such an asshole and you picked this up. So, you know, and I said, baby, I'm not upset at you. I just want you to just at least admit that you did it and then we can get past it. I'm not upset that it happened, but right. just don't give me fucking excuses of, well, you or you know, if you blame everybody else for your problems, sorry that's hard to be a positive person around that person. Oh yeah. And anyway, so yeah, I'm going no all dark what, and you, no matter what. So, you know, my dad used to tell me this thing. It's like, yes, they are the gasoline, but you're lighter. But guess what? The gasoline don't light until you put the lighter to it. Yeah. And that's yeah. a good way to look at people like that. You know, yes, they might be the main source of fire, but you the one that motherfucking lit it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, one way to look at it. Yeah, a good saying with that, too, when you're talking about learning, and it's a good quote. I think one of the drivers actually said it to me this week is, if you aren't learning, you're dying. Oh, I mean, that is true. That's the evolution of man right there. So I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I think I've, I think I've heard that. I think even Albert Einstein said something like, the day you stop learning is the day you stop living or something like that. Or you something like that. Like well, yeah, because nobody knows it all, right? Nobody yeah. ever mm-hmm. knows it all. No. I mean, the goal is a human. Never stop to learning. Continue to learn. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that that saying, um, well, you learn something new every day. You know, I, I like that saying, <laughs> and it's right. true, guys. It's no, it's, LJ needs to be part of this. No, yeah, sorry, buddy, I didn't mean to cut you off, buddy. So I didn't, mean, yeah. So LJ, all right, positivity in life, brood. You know, you're you're you are a trucker. You run a business. You are married. You have three kids. Um, oh, y'all actually, y'all both have three kids. So y'all got more than me. Um, but <laughs> you are in a very um. 
um, uh, mindful state of a job. I mean, always constantly thinking and driving. So lay it on a positivity. Mm-hmm. Where is it at in your life? How do you find it? And how do you keep it around? I'm definitely in a stress induced environment. I would say, I'd say I, I'm surrounded by it. And I kind of, I I'm thankful for going after boss because I need time to take notes. You know, I already screwed up to start this <laughs> evening, but you know, my biggest thing is, you know, for me that helps me stay positive. I absolutely try to stay humble. Um, okay. I'm always, always grateful. No matter how it turns out, I'm always grateful. I believe yeah. heavily in karma. Uh, you always have to have an outlet. So for me, is very slim times. Is it my wife or my dad or like a nephew? More times than not, my outlet is YouTube. So you got to have that in your life. You got to have an outlet to just yeah. let it out and be able to talk. Yeah. This 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 helps me and my this stress. Gold. And the it. last thing is the deepest part, and I think I'm somewhat sick and twisted when I do this, is like I always think about how much worse it could be. Like, you know, you have an accident that day. Well, I could have died or my kids could, you know, I think I take it to a whole other level. I think it's actually kind of sick and demented, but I always think about it's how not. how much worse could it be and i'm thankful it didn't get to that that that's 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 i my, love that my i list. do too 100 so that was quick and short so all right so you're having a stressful day you got um workers calling in late not coming in you're getting hung up on by some of your um i don't know what the right word is but people are calling you and that you went from 16 to 10 10 trunks you're in the trunk you've had a bad day the kids were rough on you getting the school bus and and, you know, uh, whatever it may be. All right. So you're frustrated and it's only 10 a.m. What are you doing? What are you doing to find that peace before the day just snowballs downhill? I think more than anything, I'm always just so enamored or, or engulfed, is, is engulfed with everything that's happening, that my whole focus is on resolving that issue and getting through those issues. I'm not thinking about. This absolutely sucks. It's abs- after I get it resolved, then I'm just like, man, that was some bullshit. That mother and that mother and that mother, you know, and I, more times than not. And that's the nice thing about being a trucker, I guess. You can be in a cab and you just, if you ever drive by a truck and you look up, <laughs> more than likely he might not be on the phone. He's actually just in there just He's talking to himself. He's like, <laughs> yeah. f- you know, yeah. road rage, but in his own f- cab. And it, it may not be the people driving by, you know. Yeah, that's I I get through the situation and then it's afterwards I start maybe over processing. And for the most part, so I, I can, I'm able to look back and not and not think about, you know, it really ruining my so my life. Right. So you're doing that. Right. But still, like, what I mean, what do you do? There, there has to be some specific. Right. Like, do you put a certain song on? Do you roll the windows down maybe and hit the gas a little bit? Like, I guess that's what I was kind of kind of getting with Boxy. Like, what do you do to find that that? All right. I need to get a little bit of peace in my life. If if that type of situation is going on, you, you're having a rough day. Like, I mean, do you got to go to song maybe? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, right. I don't have any. I don't. Boxy. Oh. Well, no, there's so no what song. Was, that's what I was trying to get at earlier with Bobby. But, you know, hey, this conversation is very riveting, and I'm not trying to sway anybody. But that's what I was more of what I was looking for. Like, what do you do when you're like, fuck, I'm frustrated. Today sucks. It's only 11 a.m., and I still got eight more hours of my shift. Like, uh, you know what? I'm going to go listen to um, 
Ambitions as a writer from Tupac, you know, like that's my song, you know, like or something of that nature. Or maybe I'm going, I'm going to make some popcorn. That's uh, you know, but I just yeah. And and the reason I say that because it kind of rolls into my second topic, but I'm, I got to go first. I got to go next. But that's what I was asking, kind of guys. Like, what do you do to find that happy place? Um, you know, well, let me to, to, let to me answer your out, question. Maybe. Um, guys, I sit outside. Sometimes I just stare at the woods. I live you, on, you do like the nature and the, the peace and quiet and the serenity. And I, I, I do know that. Yeah. Sometimes I've noticed that that calls me down, but in the morning, um, I also noticed the gym helps me think things through as I'm working out. I feel so much more alive up here because I've realized a lot of times I'll, I feel like I'm slow and, and maybe it's my old age. Maybe it's my TBI, but the gym makes me feel like all right i'm getting things going and i can think myself through how to be more positive right and and you know the humbleness i think lj said you got to be humble Mm -hmm. and the the thing i've got though here's my problem lj and i we watch suits we're at we're watching suits right Who's the baddest? I, I gotta jump on this band. You're, you're gonna have it's, to. It's good. It's, it's good. Everybody's talking about it at work Bro. now and on Facebook. Steve-o. And, oh, man. It's good. I, I haven't seen God. Scotty yet, still. I have not. Oh, you haven't seen Scotty. Okay. So well, he has not beamed you up yet? Okay. No, no, she. no, no. That's not he. It's a she. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna ask LJ who is the baddest motherfucker on that show? Uh shit. Now I just start with the B or D. What's it, what, 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 well, what? What? I, mean, the, I can't remember now. The, those the, are two uh, very prominent. The main man, Harvey yeah, Specter. Yeah, that's it, Harvey. My bad. I don't know why I was thinking B or D. B. <laughs> I know. Well, why, I didn't mean to put you on the. I don't want to get too vulgar. So yeah. Well, yeah, here's Harvey's what I'm going to say: This, yeah, Harvey is man, and here's what I'm going to say: His confidence is through the roof, but then he calls everybody out on their bullshit. And I've started embracing more of that in my life because I've realized if I am not up front with people, they're not up front with me. And then we're both behind the eight balls, right? Yeah. Like, and that's what I said. Like, if you have a friend that says one thing to you and then three days later says a whole different thing, then you're confused. Most people are just going to be like, eh. He, Josh doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, or he's got his TV. Right. You know, they're going to make their own assumptions instead of just asking that person directly, hey, you said this one day, and then you said this. Which one is it? Like, you got to be honest. And pick to me. That's the kind of friendship that I like. And and that's, I guess, it's the hardest part about being positive lately is because I'm dealing with this. My own cousin is I was open about it, and she thought I crossed the line. And at the end of the day, my whole goal was it wasn't for me to just pick at her no. and to to make her feel bad. It was that you you can't have a breakthrough without a breakdown. Exactly. And if the, if the, you're gonna the, have a break, the truth hurts in that situation. And yeah, and, and, and truth hurts, but truth is also what wakes us up sometimes. I'm like, you yep. know what? Damn, I didn't think about it that way because I can be an asshole. I get it. If my wife didn't remind me constantly, hey, <laughs> you know, you know, but she reminds me like, Hey, sometimes you come across very aggressive. And I'm like, you know what? 
I do. And maybe it's because I, 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 I don't know. I'm just realized like life is too short guys in 2018. I shouldn't have been here. I shouldn't have been carrying on. They should have had a tombstone with my name on it and it didn't happen. So it's a miracle. So I live life every day, thankful, but I also That's right. won't pull back from people I care about to say, Hey, I see you're doing this and I think you should do this. Right. And I, and that's a hard thing to pull because people will say that that's being a negative person or that's being a bitch or they're, that's tough because like I said, I, I'm the first one that knows I'm flawed. Anyway, I, I feel like I'm talking way more. That's you guys should be talking. You're laying on there. So, yeah. okay. So let me go real quick before I get to my second topic. Cause we're running low on time here. So, yeah. So I like what y'all put. I think I was hitting on a little bit of what I'm about to hit on is a little bit what you both touched on. So the first thing for me is I was asking you guys, like, what do you do day to day? Stay positive. Right. So um, one thing I like to do is I think um, you both kind of touch on it. It's like, you know what? It could always be worse. That's 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 the first thing I always tell myself. You know, you wake up, you got a flat tire. Well, guess what? Thank God I wasn't driving down the highway doing 70, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, so that's the first thing. And you know what? And it comes easier than, you know, um, um, my wife is a little bit more, not as optimistic, I would say, but it, it comes a little bit easier for some people like myself and not so much for other people. And that's fine. So and I'm not, and that's what I say that because I preface them because I'm like, I know that not everybody's the same. So listeners out there, I'm not saying that for me, it comes easy, but not, might not for you. So that's my first thought. You know, it could always be worse, man. You know, you lost your job, but guess what? You got five grand in the bank at least, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's just a bunch of stuff. Uh, so that's my first thing is I try to look at the positive side of things. And that's what's kind of looking at for you guys. And um, so you'll kind of lay that on me. So find the positive side, if even the worst scenarios. So that's my first thing. The second thing I would say is that I feel like it takes a lot more effort to be angry and upset than it does to be happy or even neutral is what I tell my kids. It's like today, for instance, we had to go to the, the um, post office to get my youngest daughter, her passport done. Mm. We're going to go on a trip in a couple months, get her passport done. And they, my oldest daughter um, just started playing um, dress up and stuff. And she's like, Oh, you know, yeah, oh, why do we have to go now? I just started playing. And it's like, and I try to explain to her like, Bridget, it's fine, baby. She was so worked up over it, and it's like, look, this trip's going to take us 30 minutes, and you get the rest of the day. Is that really that upsetting to you, or do you have to play right now? And she goes, well, I guess not. And it's like, okay. So I try to look at things that another way is like, you know what? It's not as bad as I really think it is. So in the same sense, it's like, all right, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to breathe, and how deep is this situation ultimately? And it really isn't that deep. So that would be my second pointer to people. And then ultimately, this is where LJ was getting. That's why I said your happy place. So I'm going to segment right into my second part of this. So we talked about positivity. It's not easy to come by for some people like me. I'm not trying to brag and box in LJ. It comes a little bit easier. It's very easy to go dark. My third thing is like, I feel like it takes more work, right? But ultimately, I have my happy place. And I keep I was like, oh, man, I was like, LJ is hitting on this topic so good. So we have to have that outlet, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Not only can you stay positive, but you have to have an outlet, whether it be music, video games, motorcycles, cars, Corvettes, um, boobies, I guess, you know, that's what you're into or big butts, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
The second part of this is not only positivity and how to find it, right? But then you have to find your happy place. I'm a key that. So the the the, the topic or the 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 title for our is for our, our ninth episode, by the way, is positivity and your happy place. So you have to have an outlet, right? You have to have that happy place, no matter what. You might be at work, you might enjoy work, quote unquote, right? But you still, no one likes being at work 100%. They enjoy work. They don't love work, right? So it's important to have an outlet and a happy place. So I'm going to start. But Sivo, I'm going to stop you there. So have you guys ever heard that song? Hey, 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 I'm on vacation. Don't make me sing the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love my occupation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I do know the song. No, very good song. Yes. But you just said what I noticed, we were on a catamaran in St. Martin and they're playing this over the speakers uh-huh. and everybody's singing along. Right. And I looked around and I go, are you living every day? Like it's on vacation. Are you working and you enjoying? And, and, and people are like, Oh man, no, I wish I could do this. Right. So you know what I did? I, and of course I've been dreaming. Right. And I'm like, you know who is doing this and living this song? These motherfuckers, right? And I'm pointing at the captain and the first mate and the skipper. And I like they're living on a tropical island and they're doing what they love every day. They're on vacation, but they're getting paid for it. And I have noticed there's a book out there called The Four Hour Work Week. And I can't remember the, the the author right now. I'll put it out there later. I, I, ah, man. I, I haven't. Anyway, you guys should read it. Tip Ferris. Tip Ferris. And it's funny because everybody believes that they are not capable enough of leading a life that's going to be fun every day. They feel like work has to be a chore. If work's not a chore, it's not real work. And therefore, it's not worth getting paid or it's not worth doing. And that's not true, guys. So I got to I just had to challenge our audience on that. So I agree with you 100 percent. I guess I, I came off the wrong way. But here's the thing. Let me hmm. ask you about that cameraman driver, right? The pilot. The yeah. Captain, right. So every now and then he's going to get some bad sea days, right? Where the wind's really bad and you can't really dock. And he's going to get some upset customers. Do you think he's enjoying that day when they're all yelling at him? Oh, oh hell right? yeah. And I you know why? I bet you he has some days where he gets some drunk motherfucking assholes. Do you think he's really loving his job that day? What I meant to say is that there are some days. Yes, I love what I do. And I'm in the army. You know, I love what I do. But still, there are some day, some times where I'm like, oh. you come home. Oh yeah, a day yeah. has been long. That and that's what I should have meant. You should always love what you do. But ultimately. And I'm not saying that you cannot love what you do, but you know there are some days even in, even if you love what you do, Michael Jackson, President Trump, um, I mean Britney Spears. I mean, there's so many people out there that were killing it, right? But still, they have their own struggles at work, right? That's all I meant. But you are right. Working in a tropical place, you should love what you do. And I and, and we went into customer service last week, and that was my thing. If you don't love the people with the bad attitudes at work, I'm like. If you don't love what you do, get out of this job. Go find something else. Exactly. So I'm glad you called me out on that. And that's not what I was trying to say. Yes, I love what I do. I know that you do. And I know that LJ does. 
you know, we all make good money and we all love our careers. I'm, I'm happy with the choice I made. But even still, LJ has bad days because out of, out of his control, you have bad days out of your control and I have bad days out of my control. And sometimes they are in our control, you know? So what I was getting at though <laughs> is, um, <laughs> so you still Sorry, have, bro, have I didn't mean to do no, that. no, no, I love the tangent, brother. That's what this podcast is all about. So you still have to have that positive place, right? So the next topic I was going to get onto is finding your happy place. And what I mean by that is not only can you do the things that we talked about, looking at things that, hey, it could be worse or, um, you know, I could have done better, whatever it may be. And you also have to find an outlet. And that's what LJ was hitting on. So my outlets are. So what I like to say is that for me, I like to come home. The first thing I do, I hang out with the kids for a few minutes. But then ultimately, I either, I hate to say it, but I either play Xbox for about 30 minutes or I'll surf the web, you know, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. And that's kind of my place to decompress. And I think that's very important. When you first come to the door, I can't, for me and my job personally, I can't come home right after a long day of work and be like, all right, I'm here. Let me be 100% dad, 100% husband. I've been 100% boss all day. Let me decompress a little bit. So I'll play a little bit of Xbox, play a little PlayStation, um, you know, um, maybe sit outside for a little bit and talk to you guys on um, um, Marco. And so I think it's important. But my hobbies are, you know, Xbox and video games, um, drinking, of course. <laughs> drinking, yeah. Or riding my motorcycle. And I think it's important to have those outlets. And so finding your happy place, you have to build that bank up, you know. If you work, 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 work all the time and you never have no pleasure in life, what's the point, right? So I'm going to go next to LJ because he's over there. I can see him itching for for He's, a, a, he's, 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 yeah. he's itching for a bitching. So LJ, your happy place, where do you find it? What is it? And what, I mean, what do you tell our audience? What is your happy place? How do we get there? I said, uh, you know, the overall on this aisle, I know we're so much alike because we all enjoy it so much. But I think about vacation during the long days or during the long weeks or during the long month. I think about vacation and, you know, I like to use the same kind of thought process with that Boggsy was using. You know, I use a song, everything is going to be all right. all right. You know, it, it'll oh, possibly, yeah. it'll possibly put me Baby, right on worry. an island. It'll put Bob me right Marlon, on an island at the beach. I'll have a cold beer in the hand. Everything I'll see my wife's titties and every other chick's titties. <laughs> I, I'm happy, you know, other outlets, like you said, we got side by sides and dirt bikes. I like just ripping it around the yard. Or for me, when I come home from work, it's you know, and I get this a lot from my dad. And I'm not near as good as him, but maybe one day. But I like getting in front of the grill and cooking. I, I you know, just just me and the grill, cold beer, maybe have a little bit of music on, or just listen to my wife talk, or or we, you know, just talking back a little bit back and forth. You know, that helps me. I I, I love grilling so. I do too. Even I'm not the best, you know, grill master, but we all know yeah. you love grilling salmon. Yeah. That's yeah. A, oh my yeah. God. This yeah. dude has so much, God, he has so much salmon once a week. Probably he once has a so week. much mercury in his system. We could probably just blow up mercury. I know. Send, send like, him up there and he could be the planet. You know? I'm going to send him to fucking British Columbia. He's going to catch the salmon in the fucking stream himself and he's going to be happy as a motherfucker. He's, he's going to love that. Shit. But you do love grilling. Yeah. So you had a long day. You like grilling, you know, mm -hmm. you like jamming out a bit. So, I mean, what else? I mean, um, what do you think the importance of finding your happy place is? Like you said, it's... Uh, you have to get some every now and then, right? Like, I, whatever that I, may be. I learned, so uh -huh. much, I learned so much from Boggs 
And it's the same as like uh, having friends in your life. You know, they're, uh, what is that? Deposits. What was that saying, Boggsy? It's people oh, that are good. making yeah, deposits yeah. or taking yeah, this, take withdrawals. Yeah, yeah, people that are depositing withdrawals. So you have to have that good balance of deposits and withdrawals, yep. to not just blow the f up. And you know, a lot of mine, and I, it was like me not being able to answer answer earlier. It's a lot of times I will bury stuff, and then it won't be until I get extremely hammered, and then it'll come oozing out, and every yeah. and I piss everybody off, and that's. Uh, but but you're having growth bro you're having growth i'm still learning yeah because i the listeners don't know i've seen you grow leaps and bounds and i remember i was like damn lj's like a fucking onion you gotta pull back several layers before you even get to know this dude and once i got to know it yeah it's true yeah it's about layers layers. (laughs) you know and i'll you know the listeners like they don't know the journey we've gone with LJ. I've seen him really deposit amazing emotional deposits in our bank accounts. So like even today, I was telling him about a client of mine that you know was going through some shit, and I pulled them away from an offer, and he gets on there, and the first thing he says, like, dude, they are so lucky they have you. Excellent. And that meant the world to me, you know. And LJ doesn't know it, but that's just him being LJ. I needed to hear that because you know so many people they 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 would have paid full price for that and it was way overpriced. And LJ was the only one, well, not only Steve, I'm not throwing you, but he was the one coming in, like, dude, they're so thankful they had you because you pulled them away from it and said, No, it's a fucking shitty deal. Yeah. And that meant the world to me. That put more emotional deposits into my bank account that I'm like, you know what? LJ is a true brother. And Steve, you do this all the time to both of us. So Bro, you're not hurting my feelings. LJ was on it. Today. No, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was he was on it today. No, yeah, we mm-hmm. was on it today. So Box, I have my good, good days. You, we all do. And that's, that's what <laughs> that's what bros are about, right? Like we 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 yeah. we, we pick up where the other one leads on. Uh-huh. So we're running low on time, but Box, so okay, you've had a rough day, you're looking for your happy place. What are you doing? How do you find your happy place? What's going on, brother? Talk to me. Mm. Okay, it's gonna be funny, and I don't need any judgment. Oh, if I mean, we're you, definitely judging. I won't tell you. Yeah, that, if you really judging. want and the inside about, scoop on Boggsy here, I hate to say it, I'm addicted, and I mean addicted to Rocket League. I, I didn't know that, actually. The yeah. game Rocket League has me hooked. Okay. Like, I don't know. You're, doc, you're talking cars. I love cars. And then you're playing soccer. And not that I was a big soccer player, but just – it's a hitting the angles, flying up. I don't know. It's talking shit to people. Competition. I love all of it. So if you ask me, what do I do if I just need to get in a get a get a get away? Get away for a little I, bit. Clear I'll your play Rocket League about everything else. Yeah. Seriously, I, I will literally sink about an hour into Rocket League. And oh. I don't want to I don't want to get on the phone. I don't want to get on Xbox and put a headphone on like I want to be by myself into that game because I'm talking to people all the damn time from 7 a.m. in the morning till probably seven at night. I need to escape. And that's my escape. You need some me time. Okay. So I saw the Rock League. What else do you do? Because I know that you happen 
to have a very particular fast car. So, I mean, maybe that's <laughs> it. Well, that is an L. You know what? God's blessed me beyond belief. I look at my life right now, guys, and I didn't. I wouldn't have even dreamed that I'd be here, right? Yeah. And and I'm sure you both are the same way, and that's why I think we all three feet on each other because I look at LJ. He's got a phenomenal business. I look at you, bro. You you're such a respected person in the army, and you have a many people that always love you because you deposit emotional deposits in everybody's bank account. Everybody loves Tivo. You're leaving legacies, right? Cha-ching, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're in and, and you are. So to to answer that question, I will tell you guys this. And I know it's gonna sound stupid. I don't I know you I, there's a listener out there. There's a listener out there he's gonna be like let him lay it on motherfucker. Let him lay it on us, dude. That's all right. If you look to to objects for your happiness, it's never going to happen. And what I mean by that, I love driving my Corvette. I have a C C7 Z06, and I've decked the shit out of it. It's a fast car. I love driving up. But you know what's funny? I was at a car show last night, and they were like, "Hey, dude, one of my lenders, John." He was like, dude, you got to come out here. You got you to bring your car up, man. It's going to be like Ferraris and Lambos. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. So I drive out there. This thing is packed. We're talking McLarens. I mean, $300,000, $400,000 cars. And I'm driving, and I next thing I, I realize how packed it is, I just parked that shit underneath the tree. I was like, like, a, like a boss, too, I bet. Right, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't that I was disappointed in it, but – at the end of the day, what I realize is that somebody else is always going to up you on the personal items, but you don't know the way they're living their life, right? I'm not judging anybody, but I just realized I have a wife that loves me, kids that love me, bros that love me on this podcast. You, you know, semi love me. <laughs> yeah. And and I guess you won't ever get love with a car, or a boat, or a house. You're going to get loved by the legacy that you leave and the character you you live behind. I agree, but I, I but what I was looking for is like you do you have a good time driving a car, right? Yes, and Bugsy, thanks for being humble, but you work hard. Sorry, you have a nice Corvette, bro. You drive it, I do. you feel good. It's it is yeah. good. It is a good pressure release, right? I got a motorcycle, man. Um, I got a 2019 yeah. Street Glide. I've, I've got a badass motorcycle, you know. So like, I mean, I like get on there by myself. I like getting on the wife. So I'm just talking about those outlets, right? And and of course, Bogsy being humble, he, he acts like he's not humble all the time, but he really is, um, you know. So um, it's good to have those outlet guys. And so, listeners, that's what that's what really what this conversation was all about was about staying positive. Look, it's not easy. I'm all at all three of this, and I I don't I don't mean to be this way, but I think out of all three of this, I'm the most positive person, and even I have my days. It's hard, but guess what? There is a brighter day tomorrow you know what and i tell my kids a lot um you make of the situation what it is yes okay you got fired today but guess what you still got a full tank of gas you still have enough money in the bank to pay your bill for a couple more days like it can always be worse and that's what i'm talking about for positivity so it's it's harder to find the positive things and the small things but it's there don't waste the energy on being negative when you can really truly glide and that's what I tell my kids glide on that positivity 
I feel like positivity yeah. gets a lot, lot easier than it does negativity. Go ahead. Steve, you, 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 yeah, you, I know we're going to get old, but you surprise us with this topic. And before we go, I want LJ's response and I want your response. Do you believe your body and your illness ha- is directly related to your mindset? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They do I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. They do, they do correlate sometimes. I, I, this is the crazy thing. If anybody thinks this, your mind is such a powerful tool. You attract everything in the universe when you think positive, but you also attract the negative energy when you always think negative and you're always upset about something. So that's, that's what I've learned. Yeah. So I love positivity. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to pass this off to my main man, Bogsy. So you are the closer of today's episode nine, guys, by the way. Nine. Wow. Episode nine. So Bogsy, you are the closer today. Let's wrap this up, baby. What you got for me, dog? Later. All right. So I know normally do dad jokes, right? And we got to do dad jokes. But guys, I was down in Naples and there was a girl that showed up and she just kept doing toast after toast. And she was hammered, right? We're in a group. And she kept doing these toasts like, hey, I want to toast to free health, you know, or good health, right? And it was, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to step up. And then when I started realizing, I want to learn really good toast. So I want to teach you guys a toast that I thought was funny, and it got a lot of laughs. Uh-huh. And on a boat in Naples, well, actually, on Marco Island, I had people laughing their ass off and I thought it was great. And people reminded it, remembered it. Right. So I'm going to save, I have a really good test, but I'm going to save that for last because I did that. I will save it for another podcast. Okay. So here we go, guys. Y'all ready? Late on us. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Here's the test. Here's the, the storks that green, that bring good babies, the crows that bring bad babies and to the swallows that don't bring any babies at all. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll cheers to that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, guys, it's fucking funny, right? Uh, like, you gotta... Yes. Um, ooh, hot dog. That's a lot of so swallow. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So, <laughs> so there you go. I, I, I thought that would be good. So hopefully somebody enjoys that. That was good. Uh, I liked it. I liked that one. Yeah, that was comical. <laughs> it is true. I mean, I hate to say it. True. Yeah. <laughs> and All that's right, it. Boys. That 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 is it. And um, yeah. So Bogsy closes out, brother. What you got for us, guys? Live it up every freaking day. I love you guys. LJ, what you got? I celebrate every day. And I'm gonna end it with stay positive, my friends.